0: to you I'm looking forward to just laying in this bed Welcome back to Topic Tuesday. It has been a while since I uploaded a podcast. And I know, I know, I know, I'm dead wrong for being away so long without uploading a podcast. But there's been a lot going on. Um, Definitely a lot of transitions taking place, a lot of exciting things. I won't speak on it at the moment, but Topic Tuesday is definitely about to get a new look and it's something I'm extremely proud of. So no spoilers, but just know some great things are coming. But with that being said, since I have been away for a while, we have so much to talk about. It's absolutely insane some of the topics that have been collecting on social media. Again, if you are on Facebook, the page is called Topic Tuesday. You don't have to miss any of the posts. Of course, I'm going to be more consistent with the podcast, but if you're in the mood for some topics, go right over to Topic Tuesday because there is a Facebook page for it. And more importantly, you can share it as much as you want. So because we are so behind schedule with the topics, I'm like, oh child, we got so much to talk about. There's so much piping hot tea that I have to bring to you all. So with that being said, let's not waste any time and go ahead and hop into the first topic. So the first topic comes from a writer writing to the blog by the name of Neek. Neat Cruz is her blog. So the writer puts, "'My mother-in-law put a relaxer in my child's hair, "'and I really need to know another way "'to handle the situation "'because I don't want to go off on her. "'I want to be respectful. "'This is my husband's mother. "'However, my child is five years old, "'and I keep her hair up just fine. "'She didn't even call me and ask if it was okay. My baby's hair isn't even the type that's unmanageable. And now that the perm is in there or the relaxer, her hair has become not so manageable. It has completely broken off. When I picked up my child and saw what she did, I thought maybe she flat ironed it. She told me I permed her hair so it won't look all nappy. I just got my child and left. My husband told me not to worry about it and just tell her no more relaxers. That's too calm for me. I need her to know how I feel and I need her to know that this wasn't her place to make that decision. How should I handle this situation respectfully without cussing my mother-in-law out? Oh, beloved, 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 beloved. Um... I don't know how you handle that situation without cussing your mother-in-law out because the moment I read this, I wanted to cuss your mother-in-law out for you. So I really, I'm trying to dig deep down inside to find a mature, responsible adult response and I have absolutely nothing for you. And here's the reason why. Taking aside the fact that some people say, oh, it's just hair. It'll grow back. Cut it off, manage it, shampoo it, condition, keep heat away from it, and her natural texture would go, go grow back. Here's the thing. We all see women, I myself who have done it, that have had to do what is called the big chop. And the reason women do the big chop is because at some point their hair was processed, or it uh, had heat damage, chemical damage, you name it. So the big chop is to remove all the damaged hair and let your natural hair grow back in. Once you have a relaxer placed in your hair, that has now processed your hair from the scalp down. So in order to go back to your natural texture is or as close as you can get back to your original natural texture, she would essentially have to cut all her baby girl's hair off at the age of 5 that is insane and i would be more pissed off because in this day and age this day and age we're more educated as black women on what it takes to take care of our natural hair we are not being forced with european standards we're learning about the beauty of our own hair when we've been told for so long it's not beautiful so when you have a child at the age of five you can really mold her to see the beauty in her texture from this point now moving forward so she never has to be in a position to where she has to have a big chop so for her mother-in-law to essentially rob her of what she was trying to do she was completely out of line and her passive ass son who responds oh it'll be fine uh just tell her no more relaxers he was passive because he doesn't want to have to step to his mother this response immediately told me he's a mama's boy because any of anybody else would step to their mother and be like mom you tripping? You were out of line. Why would you do something like that? And my mother did it. I'm telling my mom the same thing. Why? Why? Why would you do something like that without consulting with us as as her parents? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's not about being disrespectful to your parents, but you can respectfully tell your parents when they have crossed the line. And, and and just say, this wasn't right. Why would you do this? This is not okay. So for him to just brush it off and ignore it, it's because he doesn't want to have any type of confrontation or anything like that. He doesn't want to step to his mom, which essentially is a bigger problem because it also tells the mom she can do whatever the hell she wants to do. And her son is not going to say anything about it, which is also Not okay. Now, as for the wife, that is your daughter. So, if her son doesn't want to... That's your daughter. So, if her son doesn't want to say anything to his mother about your child, you absolutely can because that is also your child. You absolutely can step to her and let her know she was out of line. You absolutely can step to her and let her know to never touch your child's hair again or to never put a chemical in your child's hair again Without your permission, you can do that. And you can do it respectfully, and you can be stern with it, and you need to also do it in his presence. So there's no he say, she say. He saw when you rolled up, he saw when you rolled out. That's my advice. Take it, leave it, but that is personally how I will handle the situation. So, what else do we have on the table? Okay, so you guys may be seeing... A post floating around with a woman who made a tweet that says, Women fuck who they want. Men fuck who they can. Remember that. A gentleman responded, Men marry who they want. Women marry who they can. If they can. Remember that too. So this this heated... Battle of the sets tweet has a lot of people buzzing because some are asking how much of the tweet is true, if not all of it is true. The original tweet as well as the response. So let's portion this out. (laughs) Let's take her tweet first. So women have sex with who they want. Men have sex with who they can. Personally, I've always said Majority of men would have sex with a rock if it was a if it had a vagina. I firmly believe that. So women are choosy, and women are choosy because it's the obvious. We get hit on in, in droves. You know what I mean? Like women have way more options. Men are the ones who are pursuing women so women have more options that's just the way it goes um although studies say that women outnumber the men so you men have just as many options as women but when it comes to the pursuing women you know have their range to pick from so yes women can be more choosy as with men when they're pursuing they have to wait to be chosen like OK, you're pursuing. Is she going to choose you or is she going to choose? Oh, boy. So, yes, I think that is true. Now, when it comes to the marrying part, we cannot marry ourselves. We as women cannot marry ourselves. So therefore, men are the ones doing the proposal. At that point, they are the ones choosing. <laughs> so it's true. Um, I I believe Sometimes when it comes to the marriage side of things, I believe a lot more women are settling than we would like to admit because, again, the the man has to choose you in that aspect. So um, if you're waiting around and you find with a lot of women with age for, and let me be clear about this, marriage is not the goal for every woman put that on the table. Babies are not the goal for every, for every woman, but for those who truly want to be married. And as you get up in age and the clock keeps ticking, you'll find that some women start to get impatient. Like, is it ever going to happen? Is it ever going to happen? Is it ever going to happen? And when some guy comes along, he may not be her mr wonderful per se but he may be mr right now if you will like okay this is this is not who i envisioned but he loves me he's respectful of me he wants to be with me okay i'll do it so do i feel that some women begin to settle with age the ones who really really want to be married Yes. So is his statement true as well? Yes, there's some truth with it. There's, there's generalization in both tweets. Don't get it wrong. But is there some truth to both tweets? Absolutely. Now, the next question on the table is, is this wrong? My friend will not let her kids spend the night with their dad until she does a background check on his girlfriend. Whew. Okay, so I'm going to speak on this from both perspectives, right? I'm going to speak on it from the mother's perspective, and I'm going to speak on it from the girlfriend's perspective, right? So from a mother's perspective, hell yeah, you want to know who your your child is going to be around, but you don't have to get ignorant and indignant to do so. Um, you should have a relationship with your children's father, Where you guys are co-parenting, the communication is on point. I know you guys say easy said then done, but this is really how it's supposed to be. So if you got a lot of foolishness going on, this is not the way that's not the way co-parenting should be. Co-parenting should be just that co-parenting, working together for the betterment of your child. So if the father has a new girlfriend, he should be doing his due diligence to know who she is, to know her background, you know, know her characteristics and things like that before bringing his children around her. So there should be two levels of due diligence going on, the mothers as well as the fathers, to make sure whoever the child is going to be around is fit to be around that child. So I would say if you're the mother, you you don't want to be... Psychotic, psychotic about it, but you do want to do your due diligence and talk to the father of your child or your children and ask him, hey, who is she? What do you know about her? I mean, I'm happy for you. I want you to be happy, but we also need to be smart. We also need to make sure we know who is around our children. Now, I'm also going to say do not use that shit to be vindictive because you really want the father back. So now you're taking him through all types of hell about a woman who you know is truly not any danger to your children just so you can make a scene because you really want him back. That's not what that is. When I say co-parenting, that's, that's, that's not part of the equation. Don't be out here being a bitter bitch as a mother, you know? Don't be a bitter baby mama. Be a mother. The man has moved on. He doesn't want you anymore. Your only focus should be who is around my child? Does their the, the father know who this individual is? Does the father trust this individual? Has he done his due diligence? Once he's done his, his due diligence, maybe you two can meet i would recommend that i actually recommend both women meet each other i think that's healthy if you're dealing with mature adults okay i think that's healthy now girlfriend listen up because this message is for you do your due diligence know who the hell he is and know who the hell his baby mama is Because if you have, or the mother of his child, depending on which role she wants to play, because you can get a fucked up hand in this as well, as the girlfriend. So, don't take all that heat, because you need to know who the adults are around you, and as well as the children. You need to know how the children have been raised. You may end up with a bad batch of damn babies kids, okay? No who all the people are in the the picture for you as well, okay? Don't be made to feel like you're some type of ex-murderer coming in and talking about watching somebody's kids. No, 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 no. You're entering into a relationship that you're hoping is going to be fruitful and grow and turn into marriage and everything like that because we're not wasting time in 2018. We're trying to grow. We're trying to develop and all that good stuff. And you need to know who the man is, who his who his kids are, how have they been raised, and the woman that's raising them as well on the other end. Okay, so that question goes both ways. So both women should know who each other is as well as the man in the scenario, as well as the children. So to that whole scenario, I say I say everybody needs to know everybody and make the best decision from there. Okay, so... The next question we have on the table is, ladies, if your husband of 10 years asks you to lose weight because he's not attracted to you physically, what you gonna do? (laughs) And yes, I'm reading it exactly how it's written. What you gonna do? So, there's some questions that we got on the Topic Tuesday page about this. Uh, And some of the questions were, okay, how much did I weigh when he met me? Have I had children? Did I gain weight after having the kids? What state of emotion have I in? Was I depressed? You know, so the questions pretty much ranged across the board because some felt if he met me at this weight, what right does he have to ask me to change now? And to that, I 100% agree. If you met that person at that weight, you said that you loved everything about them at that weight, <laughs> you married them at that weight, I, I'm like, <laughs> Ruben Stunner, why you want to change me? Flip and change all the things that really make me the person that I am. So if the husband is asking their spouse to lose weight because there's health concerns on the table then we're talking about something totally different because I feel like if there's health concerns that's coming from a place of love that has nothing to do with your the physical attraction that that, come, that comes from a place of concern so if he's coming from a place of love and concern because he wants to me to be the healthiest person I could be absolutely I'm willing to do that. And and more importantly, if he's a good man, he's actually offering to do it, lose the weight with you. He's actually trying to get on a program with you and eat clean with you and exercise with you. And he's not pointing fingers at you, telling you all the things about yourself you need to change. He's actually trying to grow and develop with you. That's a good husband. That's a good man. That's a good leader. That's a good head of household. Okay. So if you're in a situation where he's making you feel less than, he's demeaning you, he's has you feeling insecure about yourself, honey, that's not love, that's not a husband, that's not a leader, that's not a head of a household, that's a jackass and you married the wrong man. That's my advice for that particular question, okay? So... Let's see, how many more topics do we have time for? I am trying to cram them in for you guys because I know I've been away. Okay, so the next topic we have here, and I'm going to summarize this because, honey, it is long-winded, okay? But we have a 44-year-old man who has three kids. So I'm going to slow down to make sure you guys really grasp what's going on. 44-year-old man, three kids. Three different baby mamas. Okay. He then gets married to his now wife and has another child with her. So now you have four kids. Okay. Now the three kids from the previous relationships, two of them live with their mother and he has custody over one. And then, of course, the child he has in his house. So now you have two children in the household, two children outside of the household. Okay. He pays child support. So 50% of his check is taken off the cut. Okay. 50%. And then he has a rear end child support and the amount of $35,000. Okay. Okay. Alright, so we're all on the same page. <laughs> now, here's where the difficulties come in at because the wife has been holding down the fort. So, financially, the wife is considered head of the household because she's taking care of all, all the ins and outs. Because what he, the little 50% he brings home is not enough to do anything. So the wife is now in a place of frustration, right? She wants to go on vacation. She wants to travel. She wants to buy new things. She wants to do nice things. She wants to go to romantic dinners. She wants to get away. You name it. And every time she suggests something, the husband tells her, no, I can't afford it. You know, we can't do that. So now you have a disgruntled wife, okay? Happy wife happy life but wife is not happy at all okay so it gets deeper so the wife ends up cheating with the man who tells her you know all the good stuff the grass the grass is greener on the other side type of stuff right husband finds out wife has been cheating because she's unhappy he's miserable he doesn't want her to leave He's trying to figure out how to make her stay. Okay, wife then writes in to this blended family group. It is on Facebook. Um, the creator of the Facebook group is called her name is Nija Hall. If you're in, if you're in a blended family or interested in blended family topics, I highly suggest you take check out this Facebook group. So, the wife writes in, and she basically fully owns her part. She says, hey, I've been cheating. I was wrong for cheating, but I was unhappy. And the reason I have been unhappy is because I've been carrying a load. I've been dealing with these crazy baby mamas. And then I've been dealing with these disrespectful children. And he checks none of it. And I just I've just had the weight of the marriage, the weight of the disrespect, the weight of the disrespectful baby mamas and the disrespectful children. And ultimately, what was I supposed to do? I'm drowning. I'm drowning in my marriage. And I'm tired of paying the fees. I'm, tr- I'm tired of paying the debts in the relationship. I'm tired of fronting him money for lawyers and attorneys and every. I am tired. So, to this woman I say, you knew you were tired before you cheated, Right? So, although this is a very messed up situation, you knew what the situation was going into it. You knew he had three kids. You knew he had three baby mamas. I'm sure he told you his child support situation before you came into it. But let's be honest here for a second, right? When you're a new couple, you gas each other up, right? Right? And I'm not saying that you can't accomplish these things, but there's a lot of gassing in the beginning of relationships. Oh, you my king. You my queen. We're going to take the world. We're going to do this. We're going to work together. Okay, you're going through that. I'm going to help you through that because I'm your queen. Oh, you going through that. I'm going to help you through that because I'm your king. But when you're in the midst of a storm, when you're in the midst of the battle... Those pep talks were real, real thin because you're in the midst of it. And I honestly think that's what happened in this relationship. She knew what she was getting into and he knew what he was getting into. He knew he didn't have any money for a wife and another child. Let's be 100. She knew that she did not want a long-term support. Paying his back child support fees, paying his attorneys and all of that. She was hoping that she slid a little something off top for a little while. He would get his stuff together and be able to t- pick up the reins and run and 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 be a lead, and be a lead and leader and be the head of the household. And that's just not how it happened because he's just too far in debt. And God only knows how much money this man makes because the 50% of his income goes to child support and the remaining 50% is not even enough to take care of his household and he's still $35,000 behind, I think it's best that they let each other go. I think at this point the damage has been done and the longer they stay in the marriage, the more they're going to hurt each other and the last thing he needs is a fourth baby mama, right? You rather have a marriage that didn't work out but you leave the marriage with a friend than a fourth bitter baby mama. That's the that is the last thing Brad needs with $35,000 and back child support sitting sitting on his front porch, okay? So I personally think they should let the marriage go. You know, he needs to find it if he can Find a way to forgive her and just move forward. There's there's no reason to drag this out any further. So our next topic. No man over the age of 18 should be living with his parents without paying or living with his mama without paying at least one third of the rent. True or false? Okay. Whew. Let's see. To this, I say, sure, if you're an adult, you should be contributing if you live home with your parents or if you live home with your father, or if you live home with your mother, or whatever the combination may be. If you are an adult and you are working, you should be contributing. Do we have to, as adults, as humans, do? Uh, Do we hit hard times? Yes. Do we have to sometimes go back home and start over? Yes. Is there anything to be ashamed of? Absolutely the fuck not. Um, If you have the type of parents that say, come back home, don't pay us anything, stack your money, get yourself together and get back on your own, great. Um, Should you still slide something under their pillow from time to time just to show... That you don't you're not taking advantage and you still want to help around the house because you're an adult and that's what adults do absolutely um but there's no shame in being home now if you're blessed to be in a situation where your parents don't want anything from you, they just want you to get your money together and hurry up and get the hell up out of their house, then that's exactly what you need to do. So if your parents tell you to come back home, I I and and stack your money. I think in a year's time you should be so stacked that you can even pass them off something, you know. Um, but to be in your parents' house and and not have to pay anything and You've been there for two, three years and things like that. That's just damn it ridiculous. That's just my personal opinion. Um, That just means you don't want to adult. (laughs) It's not that you're not ready to get back in the world and keep adulting. You do not want to. So I say that there's no judgment for having to go back home. So I don't know if this post was written from a place of what are you doing, living with your parents type of thing. Uh, If you're living there, are you at least paying rent? I feel like this post was created from a place of judgment a little bit. And I don't think it's anything to be judgmental about. Um, But that's just my personal opinion. I, I just say, you know, don't get too comfortable where you forget that you're still an adult. That's the best advice I have for that one. I can't say what someone should or should not be doing when they live at home with their parents if they if they have set certain guidelines or whatever but it kind of ties into another post that I saw and we have like I can keep you guys for five more minutes the post about black this was an article okay um Madam Nori, if you want to look it up. The post was about black men aren't providers because we allow them to be contributors. So this article, excuse me, was basically saying that men aren't becoming the head of the household because we're requiring bare minimum from them, right? So oh, you don't have to pay for dinner. I'll I'll take care of it. That's good, right? You you do want to give your man that break and show him that you appreciate him. But if you've been together for a year, right? And you've, let's say, been to 15 dinners and he's only paid for two. That's a problem. You're not giving him a break. You're you're basically at that point just a sugar mama, right? So it it, it is a balance, right? You still want to let a man be a man. You still want to let a man be... A leader you still want to let a man be the head of household if that's how you want because some women don't want a man to carry the household they want 50 50 they want to feel like they're equally contributing some some women just don't Want a man to do anything for them whatsoever, so they rather pay for everything, call them sugar mama's, tricking off whatever you want to do it, but that is what they're comfortable for doing. And I also understand that mindset as well, I get where they're coming from. So they, it could be like a man could never say he did anything for me, like I get the mindset, doesn't mean I necessarily would operate that way but I get it like I I get it from both perspectives right so I say to all of that to each his own but I will say make it very clear what you want going into a relationship don't go into a relationship telling a man oh we 50 50 50 50, 50 this 50 that and then when you get together and you live together for maybe three months now you want him to take care of everything see that's not that that's not the rules you set up in the beginning. So I would feel a way too if you tried to switch it up on me last minute. You know, don't don't come over here switching up the tempo on me. Th- this is what we <laughs> established, and this is gonna what it's gonna be. So really think about what you want. Uh make that very clear in the relationship. Make it very clear what you expect, and then you really go from there. So Like I say, to each its own. Everybody's entitled to, uh, you know, love the way they want to love, date the way they want to date, and and really kind of set up the rules however they want to set up the rules. But just make sure your partner is clear on what you want. It doesn't matter what the world thinks about what you want. It's that you and your partner are. Are actually on the same page. Well, that has been my thirty minutes. I thank you guys so much for tuning into Topic Tuesday. I encourage you to come back <laughs> because the topics will keep coming. Like I said, um, it may seem crazy, but the shit is going on in the world somewhere, right? So. Make sure you tune in every Tuesday. Yes, I'm going to get right back on it. Every Tuesday, you shall have your podcast. I love you guys so much. I thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time.